We got we got the OG Law Nation in the building, sir. How you doing? What's good? What's happening? Man, it's all good, man. What's it's happening, good, man? Baby. What's happening? Let's get it, y'all. We got Law Nation in the trout, baby. Trout, trout, trout. <laughs> it's a glorious yeah. day, man. How you doing yeah. today, Mr. Law Nation? Yeah. Man, I'm doing well, man. I just said, man, let me get in on this. Hey, man. let's go. Some good stuff, man. Let me get in on this. I was about to hit live on my end. I said, shoot, man, let me jump over here in the trap. Man. Hey, that's true. That's true. That's true you know? right there, man. That's true right there. So you yeah. came in at a great time. Shout out to Roster X with the $5 super. He said, trap booming. Shout out to Dwayne Brown with the $2 super. He says, Memphis 70% cowboy. Hey, man, look. I grew up without a team, so you know, bro. I, I fight. They just they feel just like mine, just like y'all. Ain't gonna go. Like, we, bro, hey, Alabama man, didn't have nothing. Yeah, yeah. I know your struggle, man. I'm from Mississippi. Yeah. So we had to just paper, rock, scissors for a team over here, man. I'm glad I picked the Cowboys, though. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, sir. But now we finna um look at some of the stuff I was about to talk about. I want to get all y'all perspective on it. So let me see. Can I pull this stuff up? Okay. What you learned about yeah. these guys during the process individually, just like a brief. This is the um, this is the man over the Shrine Bowl, the East West Shrine Bowl, talking about our draft picks. And I want to see if y'all idea what is this on a scale of ten, one to ten, is this we will or not? Because he's talking very glowingly. So yeah, you, we got boss in the building at the right time. So let's notes of what your time is spent like with these three players, Eric Scott was a guy that not a lot of people appreciate in the NFL even, but I think he impressed at Pro Day after the Shrine Bowl and then the whole draft process. He's gonna be a press, physical corner who can bump and run you down the field, who can play a little bit vertically and have great ball skills. I think they're gonna find a role from early on. I would not be surprised at all if he ends up being in their three, four man rotation at corner early on, despite being a, a day three pick. Wait a minute now, so hold on. He must not be aware of the Cowboys uh, Delp at cornerback. So did y'all hear what he said? What y'all thinking about that? So play it back one more time? Okay, hold on. Yeah, hold, on. hold on. It's about what you learned about these guys during the process individually. Just like a brief cliff notes of what your time is spent like with these three players. Eric Scott was a guy that not a lot of people appreciate in the NFL even, but I think he impressed at Pro Day after the Shrine Bowl and then the whole draft process. He's going to be a press physical corner who can bump and run you down the field who can play a little bit vertically and have great ball skills. I think they're going to find a role from early on. I would not be surprised at all if he ends up being in their three, four-man rotation at corner early on, despite being a, a day three pick. Mm, so what y'all thinking about that, man? What y'all thinking about it? Is that, is that wee woo or is it, you know, legitimate? Let's see what y'all thinking about it. You want to go first? You want to jump on that first, boss? I say legitimate. Oh, you think he going to, you going to, you think he going to break the, um, the cornerback rotation. Said it, based on how he said it, based on it was based on how he said it because, and then I had to think about the depth and what's kind of going on. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I think about Jay Lou with that 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 foot. They already pretty much put out there that he go likely start on the pup. So he go start training camp on the pup. And I know from playing corner, that corner is a, a, a you gotta work on your feet on a year-round basis so mm -hmm. i'm concerned if you starting on the pub when do you really kind of get your feet and work on your feet enough to be ready for like game situations so jay lewis scaring me then which opens up a door for eric in my opinion 
then you got Kevin in the doghouse, uh, even though he can maybe play himself out of it, but he gonna have to win back the crowd. But the crowd, or the, but everybody else don't seem like they believe in Joseph right now. Uh, so he kind of working himself back up, but he at the bottom trying to work himself up, mm. which opens up a door for Eric. Now, Sean Wright actually played good, but nobody giving a damn. <laughs> they, they ain't standing there, man. <laughs> which opens the door for Eric. Yeah, right? So yeah. I'm looking at all the scenarios which can make it possible. Uh, I see windows for him to have some bland luck, you know, mm-hmm. and especially if he comes in and he balls like Bland did last year. They'll easily move somebody to the side. You know, the only thing that gives me reservation on it, just to be honest, is I can't get out of my mind how bad Jalen Tober cooked him. It's just one of, <laughs> yeah. you know. But a little though, so, I give just a little little pushback. He did do okay. good against Zay, though. He did decent against Zay yeah. Flowers, though. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah, and you do sometimes got to take that next year jump. Like yeah. where you needed one more year of development. So me whooping your ass as a junior don't mean <laughs> I'm going to do that as a senior, right? Facts, facts. Because we, we can say that happened with Diggs and Chase. Yeah. Chase smoked Diggs in college. When them boys got to the league, that boy had that seasoning, man. He had that mama's cooking on him. Yes, you know sir. I mean? so yes, sir. He, he, so it was a different Diggs. Mm-hmm. So, so I can definitely say the upside, but I was just being honest on where I could give this a wee-woo uh of about a seven. <laughs> it's still high. Mm. Yeah, that's high. Oh man. Hey, I, I thought you was a believer for a second of all that good no, stuff. It's, it's still a seven, but it's it's yeah, it's not a ten, but it, I give it a seven on Wee Okay, what you think about it, Law Nation? Well, just to echo what boss was said is uh basically I, I just look at if Eric can get his feet together. I, I think that he got the physical traits. I think he got the height or what have you and the foot speed, believe it or not. So I'm looking at this Eric Scott Jr. kid as a guy that can transcend as as long as he get the right and proper coaches. Granted, uh, when I like players who went from JUCO to, to, the, to actually going up a level, he went from Butler Community College over to USM, so that's pretty good. So he's always got his back against the wall. Those type of players tend to have a chip on the shoulder, a la Sam Williams, right? He went True. to Juco first, mm-hmm. a la mm-hmm. uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers, although I can't stand him. He went to Juco first. Even Cam, oh, Cam, <laughs> he went to Juco. Cam Newton went to JUCO before he made it to the other levels of Auburn or what have you. So I look at all of those things. So you got a guy that's going to come in hungry and ready to eat, and he will be given an opportunity, and he probably would not let it down. So if he is like the Deron Bland of what we seen last year, because they got almost the same traits and size or what have you, I'm rolling with that. You can go ahead and drop me the trap beat right now because uh, I'm rolling with it. Ah, uh, man. Law said he trapped out on that. Law said he signed it on it. No, we will. <laughs> hey, no, we will. Oh, yeah, so y'all believe in it. So, okay, okay. It looks like I'm going to have to be the one that, that you know, well, Boss said a seven, though, so, you know. But it's a seven on likelihood. I think, I think, it's, I think this room is far too deep, bro. I think it's too deep. Because it, this this room is super deep. I think we're forgetting about the players that we have. You know, we got, of course, Stephon Gilmore, Trayvon Diggs. Now you got um, Deron Bland. 
Come on now, you got uh, Nation Wright, Kelvin Joseph, they getting him good reviews as of late. I mean, that's five deep right there. You know what I'm saying? And you lucky to get four people on the field at one time. So we'll see. I doubt it. I, I seriously doubt it. I don't see him breaking the, the rotation at all, like just being real. Then we ain't even named Jordan Lewis. We didn't even name Jordan Lewis, and he's I back. I actually did. Oh, yeah, you did. You did, but I didn't. That's on, that's on me. I made a case against them three. I made a case against three of those guys where he could maybe fit in there, you know? Yeah, yeah. nobody's talking about Deshaun right, right? Yeah, yeah. Kevin Joseph coming out of a doghouse, but he playing better, starting to get a little bit of buzz. And then on top of that, Jordan Lewis with that that ankle, uh, that injury. Mm-hmm. And on top of that is four starting corners. In a dime package, so, so he just got to break into the top four. That's know? why I said I just don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. But hey, if he come out here and ball so, out, who he would have so to beat? If, who would he have to beat? Let's he, say that because they they comped him to bland, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if he looking bland ish, mm. if he looking bland ish, he is breaking into that top four, bro. But I don't see that, though. No. Let me raise a question, though, right quick. And and granted, Bland got his opportunity based off of injury. But did we foresee Bland starting last season or even no. doing the levels of production that he did last year? Mm. I didn't at all. Right, right. So uh, unless we got the magic uh, touch over there with Will McClay and all of those boys and Joe Witt Jr. and uh, as well as Al, uh, what's his last name, Harris? Mm -hmm. we, yeah. we may have the magic touch over there. So if you got – because I believe that the Cowboys draft in this particular way. They draft high ceiling knowing that they can fill that up with their coaches. And we yes. are about to see that. Facts. We're about to see facts. that. Facts. That's so facts. Yeah, so I, facts. Think, I think I that's a good one. Over here. He said, do we, do we still have Tyler Cole? I'm not sure. I know. And that boy, he, if he, he still, is, he's he on the practice here. squad. <laughs> he, he's, he's on the uh, – he's on the – he's still here. I knew Law knew. I knew Yeah, Lonnie. yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't – Tyler Cole, that's the safety, right? He yeah, ain't even no DB. Guy. But I guess you could talk about him. But look, we got one more. I guess we uh we got a couple more. I think he said, you know, he talked about each three of them that played in the Shrine Bowl, and they saying the Shrine Bowl coming to Frisco, uh, Texas too, um, boss. So it'll be the, it'll be down enough from now on. Look like, ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's about what you learned about these guys during the process individually, just like a brief. And had great ball. Okay. Ball from early on, I would not be surprised at all if he ends up being in there three, four-man rotation at corner early on, despite being a, a day-three pick. Junior Fajoko uh, was banged up towards the end of his college season, didn't end up playing the games at the Shrine Bowl, but just personality-wise, he obviously got family that played in the NFL, and he just was very focused on, hey, what, what should I, he asked me early on, what, what do I need to get better at for the NFL? He was laser-focused on, like, what are things step-by-step step, I have to do to be successful in the NFL? And a lot of guys will ask that question, not a lot of guys follow up and like, all right, I did this. What else can I do? I think he has the right mindset. And last but not least, my guy Schoon had a great year, got banged up towards the end of his senior season, but then crushed the draft process, interviewed outstandingly. He's a pro's pro. He was a top recruit in high school, a top player in college coming in. And the, the Cowboys got an absolute great value on the Schoonmaker. Mm, you heard what he said, right? Uh... And the Weevils, 
Hold on, wait a minute. Wait, let, 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 let them finish real quick. <laughs> you want to finish all of these? Because you're going to have me going crazy. Plus, my super chats add up on Look, that's all. No, that's all. That was the, that was it right now. That was it right that now. Was, oh, I'm yeah. ready to talk. Yeah, so I already knew you was going to. I knew they were going to set out them alarms for that school make and take. So go ahead and get them, boss. Go on, get them. <laughs> Nick, can I get to my super chat? Yeah, do, you, do your thing. Do your thing. All right, so Cubbins say, uh, I was, he said, sorry, I was driving, but but I got to depend what I started. $10 for my three favorite creators. Shout out to you. BMW, ripping the Cowboys. It's like somebody talking about your mama. <laughs> Outside of Texas, it's like somebody talking about your daddy. I think that's well said. Mm -mm. I think that's well said. Mm -mm. Like, I think that's well said. I it's get like, it to no y'all. It's no way to love your mama over your daddy. So if you're from Dallas, you love it like your love the Cowboys like your mama. What he's saying, and if you're not from Dallas, you love the Cowboys like you love your daddy. But the that's, thing that's about it though, look, there's one thing I want to say though. We, oh, you finna go too yeah, far. Here no, no, I ain't, no, I ain't, no, I ain't. Look, all, all I'm gonna right. say is, we be in the trenches more than y'all, though. It's more people Get that em. love Dallas in Dallas. We are, we out here with the ops every day. Our ops right here with us. Hey, yo, pass me a lighter. Yeah. I'm trying to smoke me off. We in the trenches. Some of us, we got people in New York. They around ops every day. I'm out here in Alabama. We around ops every day. I would love hey, to be able know, to go to the grocery store and be like, how about them cowboys? Let no. them know when you walk into a building, yeah. you got that silver and blue on. You mm. get charged up, man. Facts. Real talk yeah. by everybody. And they sitting yeah. there saying, and they laugh and they scoff at our face. So what I got out here in hey. Dallas land with my silver and blue on, mm. they embrace See that? See that? It's different. Here, it hit no different. where we walk. But over there in Mississippi, man, it's hard to find people like us, man. Talk to them, Louse. Talk to them. Hey, this all I'm saying, man. Look, it's it's pros and cons. I say it's pros and cons on each side, but no lie, we we be in the trenches for them boys, man. I would love to go to the grocery store and everybody telling me how about them cowboys. When I'm walking with my silver and blue on, I got to fight every day. Right. Oh, you a cowboy fan? Oh yeah, I'm a cowboy fan. Yeah, I got to argue every day. So it's a little different now. I can't wait to go to Dallas. I can't wait to go to Dallas and get embraced for once for being a Cowboy fan. I'm, I'm going to tell you something, bro. You know, I wanted to fight you on there, but you ain't told no lie. Oh, that's all I'm saying, bro. You we, ain't told yeah, no lie. Listen, listen, listen. I, I, my instinct was to try to punch at that. Yeah. <laughs> but the real is... The real in me was like, you can't fight. You can't fight that, bro. We be in the trench about them boys, though. So I I, 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 I got to defer to y'all. I got to defer to y'all. But, yeah. Because I lived in Houston. Yeah. So, you know. It's dry. It's, yeah, they hate that, though. So, so I knew both worlds. So, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I, I I know you telling the truth that yeah. in Dallas, it is a bunch of friends. Mm -hmm. Very few oh, enemies. Oh, 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 landlord and boss, I forgot to say this, too, though. We feel embraced when we go to L.A., though. Cowboys Ooh. run L.A. Mm. And I, I don't even hold That's my true. tongue when I say it. Cowboys run L.A. I can't even Ooh. when I get Ooh. off the plane. Hey, Law Nation. Hey, Cowboys. Hey, how about them Cowboys? So we mm. run the West Coast, too. So mm. we run. We rolling with that, though. You know, mm. that, that's another That's part all of facts. That's fire that right now. That DMV is like home, too. Mm. 
See, I ain't I been to the DMV yeah, yet. I've been there two or three times, though. But yeah, yeah, DMV. I heard, I heard they, that they, it's like yeah, that too. Cowboy fans think of Hey, my my yeah. cousin them in Kansas City said it's a huge cowboy following in Kansas City. So that you know, Jay took out there, but they say they say it's a big cowboy following out there. So. Bro, we are America's team for a reason now. So I know I know that's I know they hold a special place in y'all heart, but they hey that same place over here too, man. No lie. No lie. Hey, hey, hey just, just think about this too though. All of our name got enforcers, enforcements on it. You know, mm. he the landlord. You hey, know what I'm saying? So yes, wherever you go, you walking around with authority. Yes, and then sir. my guy, Boss Cowboy, he's the, the boss. boss. Man, yes, sir. He's walking around with the authority. And now you right. put law in there. Woo! Okay. He all, everybody, no one is above the law. Baby. Come on, baby. <laughs> law got me lit this morning, so y'all got to hey, forgive. Let's <laughs> get a couple of votes too for Chess real Oh, do your thing. Do your thing. Do your thing. And then, then I wanted to get to what you was talking about with them draft balls. Okay. Right, right, right. On that we will scale. <laughs> said, my boy Covers said, you fight hard for both, but harder for mama. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you I right. You start stuff. You start stuff. He right. You start stuff. I ain't going to get into that. <laughs> yeah, but he right, though, man. I, I fight for my turf. That's real, yeah, though. Yeah, but yeah. But check this out. Bumble Bob Hicks said, Landlord right. The hate is hard if you're not in Dallas. Mm-hmm. I wear Cowboys get every day. Mm. The hate is real, and I'm in Florida. Yeah, we got to stand on it, bro. We got to stand on yeah, it, man. Yeah, on I think that's a fair balance. If you yeah. outside of Dallas, you go be realer from a standpoint of you boxing more. Mm. And I know that's true. I, I boxed all the time in Houston. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's why I said so it's cool. pros and cons on both ends. So don't, that, that's all. Yeah. That was all we wanted to express. That's but go fair. ahead. No, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. That's fair. It's, it's those battles make you love it more. Yes, I get it. yes. It make them. It make them wins and losses hurt more too. Listen, when you talk, look, yeah. your Facebook probably don't even blow up like mine. Look, when 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 the cowboy lose, bro, my whole city. Ooh. Is is tagging me? You. They doing me yeah. dirty on Facebook. Yeah, like, look, yeah. when yeah. when the, when my city think about the cowboy, bro, I'm one of the they top people you. they think about. They going straight to me, sending me memes, tagging me. That's that's what happens yeah. when my cowboy lose. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a whole different vibe, man. I'm just that's telling. Fair. That's yeah. fair. I yeah. I was fair, bro. Got yeah. Other fan bases can't talk a mile in our shoes with what being a Cowboy fan comes with. Ooh, that's true. Facts. Constant mm. hate, three-letter networks, manufacture mm. hate, bias analysis. Shots Ooh, from everywhere. Shots Ooh. from everywhere. Mm-hmm. So now, let's go. Yeah. Oh, you got the shots over there. Let's get it. Let's get it. But now we can talk about that we will scale. Now, the uh, Junior Fehoku, the Junior Fehoku, you know, this is Boss Cowboy segment, so we got to get you first, sir. The we will scale. Okay. Mm-hmm. On the gen- Junior Fehoku take, what you think about that, what he said about Mr. Junior? I love this take. Okay. I loved it. The only thing about it, 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 it made sense from a lot of different standpoints. He spoke about that he's, he's a generational a football player with a family that played. A lot of people don't factor that into their analysis, but that is a major part of an analysis. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, see, you got to think about what's around him. You think about that he's already been around NFL trainers, NFL diets. He's been around the draft process. He saw the perks of being a successful football player, which gives him incentive to be disciplined as he going through college, you know? Mm-hmm. So all of that generally kind of plays out to a better pro. So mm-hmm. 
the only reason I'm not bullish on him making an immediate impact is because the room is so epic, epically deep. Mm-hmm. But in terms of what he's going to likely do as a depth player and a future player, I'm super bullish on that. Can I ask you a question? Which one? Which position are you um, putting him as? Are you putting him as a defensive tackle? Because you know they say that they want to play him inside. Or are you counting him as a DN? I think me and Law saw this the same. Because we said this the same time and never talked to each other. I see Bennett in him. I see Bennett. Michael uh, Bennett. I, yeah, I see. Yeah, put okay. him on the inside. He's the next Michael Bennett. He going to be, in my opinion, I see him as a, a dream three tech. A mm. dream three tech. Somebody that's going to be a pass rush demon on passing downs. Like when he really get going, I don't think we go probably see year one. But I think around year two, year three, when he, you know, start getting his man legs and the steak and potatoes start kicking in. Yep. And then also working with the top elite trainers around the Metroplex. Because we really do have the best trainers in the in the world, right here in Dallas. Facts. Uh, it's gonna pay off for them. So I'm bullish on it, except any kind of immediate impact. But in terms of him as a player, super bullish. Okay, okay. So what you thinking about it, Mister Law Nation? I'm bullish too, and uh, that's how he plays. He plays like a bull in the china shop. <laughs> uh, I do agree. The assessment is uh, Michael Bennett on a high end. He can be that kind of caliber of player. Or on the low end, he can be a Tyrone Crawford just being 1,000 with you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyrone mm-hmm. was a tweener. He was a guy that was never uh, big enough to be inside all all day and never small enough to be on the outside. So they played around with him. Although from the interior aspect, when Tyrone Crawford was healthy and ready, he gave you about five or six sacks inside. I believe he ended up with seven sacks one season. So if we can get some of those production from him, once he understand and get the levels of the game, he can be a better version of a Tyrone Crawford or on the high end, uh, a Michael Bennett. Mm. Now, keep this in mind. What I like about his tape over both of those boys is how he stopped the run. Think mm. about mm. this. We count, and I know my guy Balls Cowboy count, tackles for mm. losses just like sacks. Facts. You know, yep. Facts. You know, we do. And he had, what, 43 to 44 of those things last season. Mm -hmm. Or overall, I meant to say, for his collegiate career. So if he can live in the backfield, and we got the monster Mozzie inside, as well as my guy Michael Parsons on the outside, and all of those other boys, let me get that trap beat one more time. Hey. Hey, you know you ain't got to tell me to hit that button right now. Nah, nah, look, people can't stand me for that button, but also, hey, you know, you know, I got that one loaded up. Hey, man, that boy Law hit a groove on the Hey, Law going crazy today. I love it. I love it. You got, you got to turn up when you in the trap, man. Shout out to uh. Law hit a groove on the. Hey, we lit today, man. It's a Thursday. It's a trap Thursday in Bossland, man. Shout out to JC Cowboy Network. He says, I see Tyrone Crawford as well, guys, with Faye Hoku. Okay, I like I like the comparisons. I like the comparisons with the um the uh the um Tyrone Crawford and uh Michael Bennett. But one thing I will say, to me, I look at it like it's it's kind of dangerous because of him being a tweener. You know what I'm saying? Tweeners are really a dangerous, you know, it it just depends because you either a guy that can't fit nowhere or you versatile. Them mm-hmm. them the two things. It's no in-between. You see what I'm yeah. saying? It's really no in-between in my opinion. You either versatile or you just can't find a place to put you. 
So mm, the one thing I do like about him, he got a high motor though. This dude don't yeah. don't don't play around. He's violent the way he plays and the way he approached the football game. So I think that's gonna work well for him. So when you undersized like he is, if he going to play the three tech, that high motor is gonna work wonders for him. So right. The one thing I will say though, what y'all think about this take? And I love mm-hmm. Osa. But it looks like he gonna be the one that make Osa be like, you know what I'm saying? Because that look like that'll be the the the, the battle right there. He look like he's one of those people. You know what I'm saying? He look like he might be a, have a potential to be a Osa. Mm. What you think about that? I see more pass rush moves than. Oh yeah, he oh. is a more, more violent with it though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. see more pass rush, and that's why I'm leaning more Bennett than Crawford. Yeah. See, I right. think Law did it like the most balanced. He gave the upside and the, and the floor, you know? So the good news is this. If you the high side of Bennett, oh my God, we boy, oh we We going crazy, yeah. We celebrate, right? Because then that's a 10-year player, right? If we talking about Crawford, that's still a 10-year player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, and that's somebody that you could trust. Like, you could trust Crawford uh, and he was the one that created a lot of one-on-ones for Tank, you know. So, uh, it, but I definitely agree with you that that position can get lost in the sauce. But I just see, to your point, just too much violence with his hands, too much pass rush moves, too much pursuit to the ball, yeah. too much upside. I just think it's going to land more Bennett than Crawford. Yeah, know? I think I think I got a go couple of super chats over here real quick. I just wanted to get to him. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Do your thing. My boy uh, said um, – he said, my boy Am said, boss, remember that that's, that's where damn that came from. A fight in the grocery store before the game defending the star. Georgia living Dallas, Texas repping. Yeah, he right. He was basically kind of echoing your point, landlord, that he was sitting in a store one day and somebody hit him up hating on him. And he walked away, and then he thought to himself and said, damn that. <laughs> <laughs> and went back to confront the dude. Yeah. But he was that that became famous on boss cowboy sports because damn that was funny as hell okay because he, he didn't know he's when he said it we all picked up on it. i said boy you said damn dad he said damn dad <laughs> anyway okay so now yeah so defending the star brought that and then my boy action said the feds watching y'all got the plug in the building hey yeah we know the feds watching man that's you know absolutely <laughs> the feds are watching we in the trap you know the phone's tap you already know that <laughs> <laughs> you already know the you already know the, t- the 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 phones tapped in the trap. Now, okay. Uh, now let's get into um Mr. Schoolmaker. I know I know you interested uh, in that, Mr. Boss Cowboy Sports. So go ahead and file, man. Go on, go on, file now. <laughs> Law said it best. Law said it best. We draft these guys for upside potential, but then we lean on the coaches to get them there. Mm-hmm. Can't say it no better than that. That's, you can't add to that. That's perfect. Yeah. Right? The issue with Schoolmaker that I'm sensing, though, y'all got to get them coaches time to cook soon. Yeah. You got to get them coaches see because he coming in already cooked when it come down to blocking. He's a mature blocker. Facts. So he's already ready to get pulled out the oven. He's going to make an impact when we need to lean on him, maybe help out a right tackle if we're anticipating injuries or swinging situations or reshuffling and all of that, 
right? Mm -hmm. You can anticipate that. So he's going to aid in that situation where people need to allow uh, him to cook is in his route running. Mm -hmm. I'm just being all the way honest. He needs to spend some time with Footwork King uh, to develop more nuance in his routes Mm -hmm. uh, because he does not have that. I don't care what nobody say. It's not there yet. Linda Wells is going to have to build that into him. The best part is like what Law said is he does have the raw measurables to be somebody that you can stack the blocks with, mm-hmm. you know. So, but he got work to do, y'all. I'm not gonna be the one a lot of y'all and act like he getting ready to be this super amazing offensive threat. If he does, I'll be the first to say I'm completely surprised. But from what I saw with him coming out of Michigan, he does need just a little bit refinement, and it's 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 just in his body language it's not in his athleticism it's selling the route it's selling the deception it's being able to give you the dead leg and having a plan on your attack mm-hmm. he he doesn't have a plan of attack and i i know it when i watch him he goes in and out of his breaks with no deception you know yeah so he's going to need to develop that because even Witten later in his career had that as an old man because mm-hmm. see when he totally lost his speed that's all he had was his deceptive body language and then schultz developed that as he was in the league so i'm not gonna rush the cooking i'm gonna let him cook i will want him to be tight end too i think that's gonna fit him develop and potentially to tight end one but i'm not oversold and i give it a wee woo scale on the optimism on that it depends on what you're talking about optimism on his blocking no, we will zero. Yeah, he, he, he out of way there with that. Uh, optimism yeah. scale on him being an instant, instant impact weapon ten. Boss said an absolute ten, a perfect ten. So okay, yeah. we got. I already seen that coming a mile away. So okay, what's your what's your thoughts? <laughs> what's your thoughts, Law Nation? Well, 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 my thoughts are uh, there's two guys in the building that I can look back at and say, okay, this will give me hopes. Uh, And that's one being Mike McCarthy. He always good with tight ends. And the other one is Wells. Coach Wells figure out ways to scale and get guys playing up to their levels of good. Because think about it. Schultz was pretty much uh, just in the middle of the road guy. Then Wells got here and then helped him out tremendously and got money in that man's pocket. So Mm. I'm trusting Wells and I'm trusting the system that we're going to go into. On top of that, from a tight end perspective, all I want him to be is ancillary, not primary, Mm. ancillary. Mm -hmm. You know, he should come in flat check down if yep. possible hey block on the edge. Can he yeah. in line block can he get to the seam and i've seen those type of things and keep this in mind ladies and gentlemen boys and girls mm. if we have to lean on schoonmaker or even ferguson or peyton <laughs> we are in deep trouble anyway you know that, you got that. to start utilizing the big three i'm talking about gallup i'm talking about brandon cook and last but not least <laughs> See dangerous lamb, baby. Those Absolute. are the people that we want to focus on because I heard from the playmaker. The playmaker himself said, Hey, too many times the Cowboys were leaning on the ancillary and not the primary. Thanks. So I come here to tell y'all right <laughs> now 
This should be an opportunity, prime time for my guy CD Lamb and Brandon Cooks to cook. Ah, Law cooking today. Law is going crazy today. Oh um, man, how supposed to come behind that? How supposed to come behind that now? That's not fair. We're gonna have to <laughs> we're gonna have to rearrange this order, you know what I'm saying? This order of operations going on, you know. Is this rest, <laughs> Law? Is this how Law is Law is cooking today. Yeah, he cooking. He cooking. Well, I guess I gotta uh try to come behind this, but you know what I'm saying? When it comes to uh Luke Schoolmaker, I will say, like, I think the the way that the offense will be used i don't see schoolmaker being this big time part of it if you look at the way mike mccarthy used his tight ends when he had a nice tight end he'll throw, throw on the ball but when it wasn't just a normal tight end he wasn't really utilizing them like that and then you know he really cooked with his four wide receivers so now he looks like he will have the four wide receivers again and mike mccarthy's reign in green bay most of his offenses, he had four good receivers. He had Donald Driver, Jordan Nelson, and all them guys. They was cooking like that. It wasn't really depending upon the tight end to that degree. So what I think the Dallas Cowboys will do with their tight ends is I think they just going to ask schoolmaker to block like he been doing in college. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's all they going to ask him to do. Now, when it comes to the wide receivers, I think the wide receivers is going to cook. So I don't really see schoolmaker like making or breaking us at all. So I really look at like Mike McCarthy just going to find a way to utilize his wide receivers and prioritize them over the tight end. I don't see the tight end being as a dominant force as it was in Kelly Moore's scheme. Like, that's just the way I'm seeing it. I think that's a super fair analysis, man. Like, extremely fair analysis and expectation of the Texas Colts. Uh, so, like, perfectly to add to just what you're saying, then, is there's no need to panic regardless yeah. over that pick. Like, you know, uh, a lot of us wasn't as high on the pick because of our hope and guard. And it was a reach, you know, because they called it a value. It was a reach. You know? <laughs> hey, man. Wait a <laughs> boss, boss going out of my race. That was a reach, sir. That. He, truth, he said, we ain't let you slide with that verbalism you just said, yeah. bro. No, no, no. we no. got to call you out on that, sir. No, it was yeah, not a value pick. value pick, no. See, and, and see, I, I want y'all to understand what I'm saying. That's not saying he's not a good player. Value is basically getting something better than what the price usually is mm -hmm. i'm gonna say that again value is getting something better than the price usually is it was an overwhelming grade on him over around the fourth grade mm. so from a value from a player standpoint that does not mean he's not going to be perfect for what we need so what i'm doing is i'm just being like very anal about the term value and where we picked him. he was a reach and i also don't i don't care if you reach because see when the reason why the dallas cowboys really like really went after him i think they are concerned about the early part Terrence Steele, 
they are anticipating likely in my opinion probably helping some tackle whoever that might be especially if there is a sudden injury that it happens you gonna need to have a guy that you know coming in is gonna be able to chip block help out have the maturity right that's why the age with him is actually important to some teams they wouldn't want a 25 year old but because of what we need going into the season he might he made sense to the cowboys so but to try to sell me and try to act like he was not a reason that's just not true no doubt no doubt and then can you guys hear me? Yeah. Are you fine? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think it was okay. either Coach Marv or it could have been you, boss. Uh, you look at Zach Kuntz, who was drafted in the later rounds. We we were looking at it like, yeah, you know, you could have gotten that at, in the later rounds, like a Zach Kuntz versus a a a Luke Schoonmaker, and. Granted, right. schoolmakers' uh, rise scores are really high, and we can see potentials there. But uh, at the same time, there was so much value in the second round that you could have did something else. And I, I do agree with you. Although the Cowboys, we didn't need it to draft the most because those who draft the most need the most. Mm. I already had our score prediction or our record prediction. 12 to 13 wins before the draft. So mm. we are good in that sense because we are already a talented team. Back. It's just the value acquisition of it. It's kind of like we wooish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like what he said, man. Lau just dropped the ball. He said, those who need the most draft the most. Tra you know what I'm saying? That's, that's a ball right there, man, because we already was a talented team. Now we just putting the icing on the cake. You know what I'm saying? We don't need stars, really. We got stars at a lot of positions. We need those. We need those boys field. That's why. That's all we needed. That's why the Mizey Smith pick was so great for us because that's something we've been needing for years. You know what I'm saying? We've been needing to invest in the interior defensive line. We've been needing to invest in that, and we finally just, you know, bit our teeth and just, you know, what I'm saying, went ahead and invested in it. So it's good that we went ahead and. This was a draft that we could just feel those voids that we've been lacking it. That's all it was. Yeah. yeah. Yes, no, but I like the segment, man. And, and I felt like for the most part, those guys were trying to be fair. I think we do know the Dallas Cowboys more intimately than they do. Yeah. You know, just keeping it real. Yeah. We do. Yeah. We, we know the Cowboys way more intimately. But if I was grading how they kind of broke us down uh, from a potential standpoint, that was one of the fairest – from outsiders that I've seen, you mm -hmm. know, shout out to those guys. I think that was a good clip, yeah. and it wasn't a clip that was kind of filled with clickbait. They, those guys was really talking football. Yeah. They was giving an analysis that was really based on a football analysis, uh, and we agree with most of it. It's just some of it I just thought was just a little bit wee woo ish. Yeah. But for the most part, I felt like they was very fair. Now this is the last thing we could talk about before we wrap it up. I do got Michael Parsons in the um in the description so we got to go so over there you know? okay hold guys on let me sure i get past that okay this is brian baldinger uh, talking to mike or before the draft you said how did i get better well i know in all the stats that i read about you there's no interceptions mike hmm. like you you need an interception you know and a pick six like that would look good and you'd sleep a lot better at night once you get that interception i believe I will get an interception. I, I'm going to get two of them, buddy. One is going to be for okay. me. My first one is 
My second <laughs> one is going to get to you, buddy. I'm going to sign up. Like, just because you right, told me I was going to do that. I'm going to have a trophy. I'm going to have a trophy room with that interception ball in it, okay? Just from the hungry line. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. He right. He doesn't have any interceptions. And I thought that was a good segue to talk about what we feel that Michael Parsons can get better at. Let me get a um, shout-out to Coach real quick with the $5 Super. He says, I have always said that I see Osa as Michael Bennett, and we will see Osa explode this year. I'm loving the way Osa ended the um, season last year. He He showed up that San Francisco game. Like, go back and look at him. Osa was balling. But, uh, yeah, so mm-hmm. far as Michael Parsons taking that next step, Boss Cowboy Sports, what you think that – what would be ideal for you? Because he already elite. We talking about scorch earth take over the world type vibe. So what what would you need to see from Michael Parsons for him to take an even bigger step this year? Um, I'm going to piggyback off of Coach Marvin. This would be a clip that would be probably good to cut out and send of Michael Parsons. I mean that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Coach Marvin has been pushing for him, uh, Michael Parsons, to be the first player to get three interceptions, 127 tackles, and 16 sacks. No defensive player has ever done that. Mm. He would be the first human to do that. <laughs> So <laughs> I would I would want to echo Coach Marv and clip this out and send them to him to tell Michael Parsons, up your goal just a little bit more in terms of your impact with the interceptions because you already got everything it takes to hit the other two. You can hit the 127 tackles. So let me – You can hit. Oh, go ahead. I was about to say, so let me ask you this question. Will he be – I already know the answer, but maybe the people need to hear Will he be able to reach these type of lofty goals being used the way he's been used last year? No. So, okay, we we looking for a little tweak in the way we've been using Michael then, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. And and see what would have to – I'm going to just be honest on what would have to happen. Dan Quinn admitted that he took his, his foot off the gas with Michael Parsons mm. because all of us – Law would definitely remember this because we've done shows about this uh, with the final word. All of us towards the end of the season begin to say, why are they not moving Michael around anymore? Mm-hmm. Why is he playing exclusively defensive end? Because by that time, it had become obvious that he was his most impactful to the defense when you didn't know where he was coming from. Yeah. So if you was if you was A-gap pressuring him, then all of a sudden you see him coming off the nine, it was just too much for teams. And then it, was, it also opened up a lot of chaos for the rest of the – guys right mm-hmm. so when you're trying to always account for michael somebody's going to miss an assignment or create more one-on-one so just everybody was eating that dan quinn and mike mccarthy and i'm just being honest they will dial it back as they getting closer to the playoffs they will start thinking bigger picture and they already admitted that mm-hmm. you know because remember we lost to washington and we was all panicking. And I remember Law had a famous button with this Muffet that kept. <laughs> yeah, with it, with it be shaking. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, that's that all so funny. funny. Yeah. That was probably one of my favorite shows. Law had be crying because the panic was epic. It yeah. was epic. And right? everybody, a lot of them they said was saying we was finna lose in Tampa too. And then they, they backed up. They were saying, oh, we doing, we one and done, one and done. Yeah. I had to call some yeah. people out on that one. I'm sorry. Right. <clears throat> Yeah, that's why that's why remembering that period is important mm-hmm. because it got so bad 
that Dan Quinn had to go ahead and tell everybody what he was really doing. Mm -hmm. So he had a press conference and he said, listen, y'all, for the last four weeks, I have been experimenting, mm -hmm. you know? So sometimes you got to put these people in these situations to see it. So, and when we heard it, we was like, oh, that's why we were seeing corners off the street all of a sudden starting. That's why you were seeing the Sean right all of a sudden, and then you would see Boss Man the week after, right? And we were seeing all this change, and that's why, because see, if you think Michael Parsons is going to be his worst threat at defensive end, then let's just leave him there for a, a while and see if he can get it. So we have a mad scientist D coordinator that does a lot of experimentations that's going to make it hard for him to hit them goals. That's why I say I don't think he go hit it under us. But could he hit it? Yep. Mm -hmm. If he had a deep quarter that was like, we just go try to win you defensive MVP, He'll he get could it. do Mm-hmm. So, okay, that's a great take. I'm I'm with you on that. I had to uh, ask a question myself. So what you think about the um the potential of Mike, um, Michael Parsons taking another step, Mr. Law Nation? Most certainly, uh, you know, uh, I look at Parsons' ability to, to take the next step naturally. Because this is his third season anyhow. And most defensive players start to get a good hold of the game in their third season. So, yes, he's going to take that next step. And, and I look at it just like what, what everybody was saying, or just like what you were saying, uh, boss, about that Washington team. Uh, we beat them in 2021 by 50-some by points, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we blew them out, right? And we came into the, into the playoff game with, hey, man, we finna just do that all through the playoff game and we mm -hmm. end up losing to the 49ers, of course. Yeah. Uh, players being nervous and things like that. And then just last year, we lose, and now all of the fan base was deflated. They mm. were thinking, they were worried. They were saying that, hey, there's no way in chance <laughs> that the Cowboys gonna beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because they haven't won a playoff game on the road in 30 years, right? Mm. So it's amazing how the goalpost is always being moved right so Next. when we beat them it was like ah there was a wash team they snuck into the playoff hey uh the the guy tom brady was 45 and a half years old man he's methuselah <laughs> age etc right so all of those things it proves this right here that parson's about to be stepped up even more mm -hmm. because it's his third season and he's about to put the whole league on notice even more because think about this he's really pissed off about the fact that he didn't get not one single vote for first was it was it for all pro what was it for all pro first team all pro he didn't get a vote for it they gave it to Quentin Williams they gave it to Bosa but they didn't give Parsons that vote I promise you this dude is about to wreck the league this season, and especially since we got reinforcements down inside. Scorched earth level. I feel the same way. Yes. And I and it's good that oh, you Law, in, Oh, go ahead. What happened? So Law, so Law, you basically said he just getting ready to destroy just because of just the maturity of going into year three and just his it just being angry. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Or or look, I can see he that. looked back at everything and he looking at it like I need to add five to six more pounds to my frame. You know, mm -hmm. nobody is going to look. I get it. Parsons, those three games in 12 days or something like that last year, there were, there was no one banging on the table saying, Hey man, keep this in mind. Parsons did have to play three games in 12 days, 
football is not meant for you to play like that. This is not basketball, right? Hey. So all of those things, far as excuses, we can't put that on the table for people to realize and understand. Like there's not a single soul out here saying that, yeah, Dak Prescott threw these interceptions, but not nobody, it, no, not a person is saying, yeah, he had a thumb injury, right? He nah, broke his thumb. Right. Not one. I've seen, not one said, hey, man, he broke his thumb, and it could be a reason why he's throwing all of these interceptions because before that time frame, he wasn't a hot interception guy. And on top of that, we got the four-ladder, the three-ladder network breaking down film coverages. Where, where do they do this at? I know this is a Parsons segment, mm. but where do they do this part at? Whereas we beaten the, the, the Colts. 54 to something like 19 or 54 <laughs> to 7 or something. Yeah. And they breaking down Dak Prescott INTs. I can't make this stuff up. <laughs> when have you ever seen a team blow out a team and they say, well, hey, let's talk about the interception. That's bull sugar and all in all those ways, man. Facts. Come on, man. Facts. On. And just to piggyback off of that, you just seen Trevor Lawrence throw a million of them and then went, went came back and won and it act like it never happened again. Like nobody said nothing else about that. Oh, oh, we got a correction. It was defensive player of the year votes, not the first okay. team all pro. Okay. Defensive player of the year vote. He didn't get not one vote, man. They gave they gave Quinn Williams one. You yeah. know, shout out to him for what he was able to do from the inside. Shout out Come to Quinn Williams. You know, he went to my high school, so shout out to my guy. Yeah, yeah, know. shout out to Quinn Williams. <laughs> you know, anytime he can say God bless you after his own yeah. stage, I mean, God bless me. You know. <laughs> shout out to Quinn Williams, though. But, you know, I like the way you said that, man. Like, the thing about Mike, I feel like, did you see the absolute joy that this man had in his eyes when we drafted Miza Smith? Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> did you see yeah. how enthusiastic like he was? Did you yeah, did was you did you see how he said DQ won't let me down? This man is finna mm. go absolutely crazy this year. Absolutely crazy. I'm telling you right now. Like you said to y'all testament, you said that the third year is when everybody put it all together. I think that's a great way to look at it because first year he was getting acclimated. He was learning everything, the speed of the game, trying to figure out, find his way. When nobody even listening to the young man. You remember that? Yeah. You remember yeah. he had to come out and say, like, I ain't really have a voice in the first year. You know what I'm saying? After he dominated and earned his voice. Now, in the second year, now they actually helping him out. They actually running schemes to get him a couple of more sacks left and right. Now he's impacting the game in a different way. But this year right here, now that we got some yeah. penetration coming from the middle of the field with Mizey Smith, and now you retain Jonathan Hankins, those two going to push the middle of the field, man, and it's going to be easy food for Michael Parsons, the young line on that outside, man. Trap, it's going to be easy food. Trap. Not to mention, we already know that the secondary in the interior defensive line, the front seven, that's a perfect marriage. We got better at cornerback. So that's going to give you even more ticks to pass rush. That's going to give Michael Parsons even more time, right? So I feel like this is going to be a whole different level when it comes to Michael Parsons' pass rushing and actually impacting the game. I seen him on a quote. He said, I don't want to be... I'm off the sack wave. He said, I want to be one of them guys. I want to be a guy. Trap, trap, <laughs> trap, that boy said he want to be a guy. Trap, trap, 
He said he off of the sack wave. He trying to impact the football game so we can win and be dominant. So I think that's what's going to catapult him to the next level. I think that's what's going to make him shine and possibly be the defensive player of the year next year in 2023. So I feel like that's excellent coming from Michael Parsons. I can't wait to see what DQ do with this young man. Real talk. I think that's the way I like to sum it up, man. But, you know, it is close to that time for me, man. But I do want to make sure I thank Mr. Law Nation for sacrificing the show. You know, I already know how that go for content creation, man. So y'all nah, make sure. Nah, he ain't <laughs> But I do want to thank you for some baking soda to this man, and you're gonna spread this. You're gonna scratch it out. Baking soda in the trap. In the trap. Hey. Hey, but I do I do want to make sure I thank you for joining us for the first time in the trap, man. We appreciate you coming through, man, because like you said, you was about to go live and you said you want in on the conversation. So we appreciate you coming through, though, real talk. Let me Super get in dope. on this. That, 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 this, this made it an epic episode, man. We appreciate you, sir. Epic. Yes, sir. And see, I, I, if I could say something before I get out here just sure. real quick, uh, you know, and then I'm, I'm happy to see Law and Landlord finally get some content in. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's something I've been wanting to see from the side myself because I like both of you boys. Both of you guys are my friends, you know. Absolutely. So, and just to see the magic of the South coming together, you know, different parts of the South, Mississippi, Texas, and Alabama. And the South got something to say. That's all I got to say. Yo. <laughs> oh, 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 I need to get that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that's my signature right now. But go ahead. No, no, no. I love that one. So, now nah, it's this was amazing to see. And then, uh, you know, uh, and I'm just uh, excited to just kind of do work with all you boys, man. And just yeah. can't wait to see what happened in the future. Uh, Y'all stay tuned for a whole lot more that's coming, you know, mm -hmm. uh, in terms of people that's liking and subscribing. And I want to also say this lastly, man, shout out to you uh, real quick, Landlord, because you did a great job of producing on this one for sure. Because yeah. I know about, like, when you have to feed people and unplanned and yep. it, you made it look easy what you did, but it's not easy what you did. Cause you could have had all kind of sound issues that yep. could have came on, but the way that you was able to fly this plane and keep it smooth and, and conduct a good show, man, it just show your growth yep. in terms of production as well as just as a, somebody in the content community. So, you know, so y'all continue to stay with all these channels, law nation, landlord from Alabama, boss cowboy sports, Follow us all. We gonna try to take care of all y'all. Even if y'all don't agree, trust me, I'm trying to get y'all the best things in the right spirit. Uh, but y'all stay up, man. It's Boss Capital Sports. Well, appreciate that, man. Appreciate that, man. Law, you got your final word in the, in the um in the in the uh what can I say in the spirit of the final word? You got some final words you want to say before you go? Oh man, I just want to say this, man. We got the strongest and the biggest community of all time, man. And Cowboys community is doing this uh, due diligence of finding these great content creators. You can have content, 
without creators, right? Mm-hmm. And you can have creators without content. Mm-hmm. But when you merge those two together, you get content creators. And right. that is what you're doing, Landlord. And that is what you are doing as well, Boss Cowboy. And that's a lot of people blindly without a direction, right? Mm-hmm. But I love the fact that, Landlord, you bring examples of, hey, I'm from Alabama. I'm spitting my mind. I don't like the Cowboys. I love them. And then my guy, Boss Cowboy, providing an opportunity where your voice matter. And being the voice for the voiceless, man, is everything. And I just like to say this, man, let us continue to collide our minds, our thoughts together and help grow Cowboy Nation. And anybody else that try to do this, man, as far as the other teams out there like the Washington and the Eagles and the Giants, they looking up. Because we are the greatness over here, man. Hey, Come on, piss me a liar on trying to smoke me off. Them boys opt out, man. I appreciate y'all, though, man. But look, I do want to say, man, I appreciate all the kind words and stuff, man. It's an honor to share a stage with you two great Cowboys content creators. You know, I've been following Law Nation Sports, man, Mr. Honey K. I don't think you get enough credit out here for the great work you do for the Dallas Cowboys, man. So I appreciate you coming through the show and Mr. Boss Cowboy, you know, Boss got his own thing going on over there, man. It's just greatness yeah. the way you produce. So I was very, you know, taken aback for you to give me production props. You know what I'm saying? I'm still young in this. Yeah, and, you know you, what I'm saying? So, so I appreciate you. definitely you. doing your thing, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can I say one more thing before we get out here? Just because this just hit me up. Clarence here just hit me up. We confirmed for Wednesday. We all on for Wednesday. Let's like, get right? it. Right, y'all go. killing it with the uh with the, the interviews too man y'all going crazy with them too yeah we real talk wednesday, y'all. So yes, next sir. wednesday y'all make sure y'all get to the final words so <laughs> i just wanted to say that real quick while we okay. got all these people watching um obviously excited about that because you know clarence hill he go have some good nuggets so y'all chill will yes sir yes, yes sir. indeed but man, we'll we see appreciate- that new media in the chat. Y'all new, type media. new media in the chat. Let's go. Absolutely. New man. media. Let's go. Who doing it like Cowboy Nation, man? But we appreciate all the love and support, man. Y'all make sure y'all hit like on all the channels and make sure y'all sub and support everybody, man. We appreciate all the love from the nation. We won't be nothing without y'all, man. So let's get it. Appreciate everybody coming through. Let's rock out. Let's go. Thanks for coming through, Mr. Law Nation, man. Shout out to Boss Cowboy Sports. Boss Land, this was epic right here, man. This was epic. I really enjoyed y'all, man. Let's get it. I really do. Let's go. <laughs> Somebody said, can we hear the um, the outro song? I'll give y'all a verse. Just in good parts. Give y'all a, ver- a verse, you know, because we are the greatest, though. So sometimes you got to just get get the people what they want. Yeah. I give y'all a verse, said, man. Cowboy Nation is the Put greatest. My- you understand? Money. This is yours truly. Let's get yeah. it. Uh, and this is greatness defined. Let's Every go. Y'all hit that like a shell. No matter how much shade they throw, I still manage to shine. I don't know why they're so obsessed with mine. I'm all they think about. Go in their house, they probably got my pics in the shrine. Damn, I never let these play me. They see us balling, now they want to switch teams like KD. Let's go. I know my time coming, I guess I'm going to wait and see. I'm too cocky and confident that humble ain't for me, love. Help me with my egotistical ways, but I'm amazed how they display such miserable hate. I never paid attention to what most of
of shade. They words are unimportant like prepositional phrase. They wanna see me crash and burn in a ridiculous blaze. But yet I rise like the phoenix, show these people I'm great. And uh, yeah, man, you know, not only am I the greatest. Send me that, send me that cut, man, so I can repurpose that one. I got you, I got you. Not only are we the greatest. You know, not only am I the greatest, we are the greatest. You know, they hate us because they ain't us. They try to suppress our success, but nevertheless, we pass every single test with flying colors like no other. And like I say, 1K, 1 Love, Cowboys Nation. Let's go.